Hello, everybody. This is Isaiah. This is Dan. This is Ed. Wait, no, it's not. <laughs> oh, crap. Uh, actually, no. Um, yeah, Ed is out of state for the next couple of weeks. He'll be in Kansas City um, doing as the Missourians do. It'll be a cold day in hell before I recognize Missouri. And, <laughs> and yeah, but he'll be back. Um, but this is... Uh, this is Miguel. For this, um, the second full week of uh, February. Is happy, where, happy President's Day. Yeah, happy President's Day. We'll play the Monster Mash. And happy right. day after the apocalypse. Yeah. yeah. Communist. Well, no, did you ever see, <laughs> did you ever see Ghostbusters 2? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like... Uh, that's what she said. That the the apocalypse is supposed to happen February fourteenth, two thousand sixteen. Oddly enough, that was the day the Ghostbusters trailer announcement was released. I love the for fact. The new one. Oh, that's weird. I love the fact they announced the trailer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they didn't show a trailer, mind you. Yeah, they just announced it, that a trailer that was coming. Me. And then at the end was the date the trailer would come out. Yeah. yeah this trailer stuff's getting ridiculous. Yeah. Um, oh, I can get, go all day with this. Yeah. No. Tra- trailers galore. And I wonder week. how many apocalypses we've survived. How many supposed apocalypses? Because I feel like it's at least four or five. Yeah, I'm up to five on and, mine. Yeah, <laughs> there, was, there was a big 2012 one. There was that one that I remember. I don't even remember hearing why it was. But then like there were all these billboards saying, it's coming. Yeah. <laughs> like, and, and yeah. Y2K. Yeah. This one. Yeah. Um, and then what else? Yeah, the, speaking of trailers, like uh, the, the Daredevil Season 2 trailer was announced. And um, it was announced. It was actually shown. Oh yeah, it was shown. <laughs> well, they're gonna show like because well, they 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 show another one too. They said like you know the next trailer will be yeah. in ten days, like yeah. on the twenty fifth, I believe. Yeah, they focused on that at the end too for some reason. <laughs> and I was like, that look, it looks cool. Like I really like uh, Shane from Walking Dead as uh, as Punisher. He looks mm. he looks good. Yeah. Um, the new season of The Walking Dead started also. Oh, yeah. How was that? That was really it. good. That was a crazy episode. Like, oh, it, it felt like it should have been the season finale, uh, uh, you know, last season. Mm-hmm. Like, it should have had one more episode, and that, this should have been that. Uh. But but it's cool to have it as the first episode, too. You know, you always want the first and the last episodes to be really good. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was nuts. Okay, cool. <laughs> so, you know, I'm probably going to see it tonight, because, mm-hmm. you know, you probably have a DVR. If we're not playing Street Fighter Five, yeah, oh yeah, that's true. Comes out at nine. It comes out at nine oh, if yeah. you downloaded it. It comes out tomorrow if you bought the disc. Uh, I was saying earlier, my brother bought the disc because um, he puts our PS4 as his secondary, uh-huh. just so that way he can share with his friend. Oh yeah, and um, and uh, so yeah, so he puts his friend's PS4 as his primary, and um, but he bought the disc. Because he's like, oh, I want, I want you to play it too, <laughs> like, yeah. And also because I don't want it taking up so much space on, uh, on the PS4 as a as a download, yeah. Because um, I mean, considering they even said that like, there's not going to be a Super Five, there's not going to be an Ultra Five, just because of the fact that the PS4 can handle. Yeah, they're going, they're going for like a League of Legends, uh, you know, MOBA uh, t- uh, kind of thing now. Well, kind of like um, was it uh, Killer Instinct? Mm-hmm, exactly. I was just doing season season uh, three of Killer Instinct, and we're just gonna have more characters. And same yeah. thing with Street Fighter Five. It's just gonna be season two of Street Fighter Five, and like more characters without having to like update, um, put in a whole new like, kind of system into it to fix stuff. Like uh, uh, March is gonna have um, Alex is gonna join the cast. Oh, yeah, that's right. He was he was the first one that they announced. Mm-hmm. Like Alex, like I think the first six they announced like Alex, Balrog, Guile, um, Jury, Jury. Uh, Urian, yeah, and I, I I know there's one other one, but I just can't put my finger on it. But because I know it's six, I remember it's six. Um, boogie, oh boogie, <laughs> yeah yeah boogie. I heard boogie. I also oh, boogie. boogie boogie down everybody right now. <laughs> um, oh, uh, before we get into anything else, mm-hmm. uh, usually we we start out with um, Kickstarter news. Mm-hmm. Uh, the comic uh, Cyanide and Happiness. Oh yeah, yeah. Have you ever heard of them? They have their own uh, uh, Kickstarter going on right now for their own card game. Oh, nice! It's called uh, uh, Joking Hazard. <laughs> <laughs> it's it sounds pretty great. It's uh, essentially if you've ever been to their site, they have a uh, create your own comic section mm-hmm. where you just get three three random panels and you can just keep um, keep uh, randomizing it and you can actually lock certain ones into place so you, so you can get a good one. Yeah, um, that's the way the card game works. It's essentially like a visual um, a visual version of the you know, there's like so many card games now where it's like, uh, you know, you, you put down a card and, and everybody else puts down a card. To oh, start, uh, like Cards Against Humanity. Yeah, exactly. It's like a Cards Against Humanity, but but visual. Because mm. you, each card is like a, 
you know, one panel of a comic. Right. And the way it works is, um, you know, every every turn, uh, the person that's like the judge, uh, they put down a card and they draw a card and then they they put down that card as the first card. So the first two cards are done, and then, and then everybody puts on the third card. So you just have to put in the punchline, but essentially, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, they were only asking for uh, um, ten thousand. Mm-hmm. They're already at nine hundred forty-two thousand. <laughs> <laughs> so and it started like a couple of days ago. So. Nice. And they still have like the rest of the month. Yeah, they still got like I think like uh, twenty-two days left or something. Ah uh, man. If you if you pay the uh, um, twenty-five bucks, which is the the lowest one, then you get a, a full deck. So okay, cool. Um, I was saying earlier how there's uh, how the Grammys are coming in, mm-hmm. and like they're they're already announcing winners because like the 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 actual award show I think is tonight <laughs> at five, or actually I think it might be starting up right now. Um, and <laughs> And like they've been doing it all day, just because the fact that there's so many different genres of music oh, that it's yeah. like so hard to like you know like like no one no one the population as a whole doesn't care who wins polka album of the year. Mm-hmm. So odds are that like you know that's not gonna that's not gonna make it out there. It's not gonna air. <laughs> yeah, they'll probably they, they've done it before where they have it like off as like a. And these are some awards that you didn't see. And they'll show, like, you know, this guy won bluegrass. This guy won, you know, whatever. Blah. I want them to do it as, like, a like a credit uh, scroll, like, real, real fast. Yeah. Just a bunch of words. <laughs> and you're just, like, like, you're pausing and going frame by frame. Like the, like, Ooh. Like the Simpsons. The following people are gay. <laughs> it just goes through it. Um, but, yeah, it's just that, and, like, I feel, I, I feel kind of bad just because of the fact, like, I'm like, Oh, if that guy like works so hard to, to make like electronica music, and odds are like his Grammy like will just be like an afterthought in the thing. Aww. Aww. But I mean, you you still won a Grammy. But they should make all the um, they should make all the the lesser less popular ones fight fight it out. Put them all in one category. So you got like classical music versus like electronica versus uh, polka, and just see who wins. Like I loved it when um, I went to. Uh, I remember once I went. I, I was at Staples Center for something, and right next door at the Nokia Theater, they were doing the Tech Emmys, huh. and those are all the Emmys that you're not going to see during the actual Emmy Award show, like a Best Sound Design or Best, you know, like like awards you'd see at the Oscars, like Best Cinematography. You're not going to see that at the Emmys. Yeah. Um, and it was funny because like, I actually got to. That was when I got I got to I got to write something on my bucket list and scratch it off at the same time. I got to hold an Emmy. Because I met some guys that that were sound design for this, the miniseries Operation Kill or Generation mm-hmm. Kill for HBO, and this one guy was like, "Oh, I can use these as weights." I'm like, "Really? Are they that heavy?" And he's like, "Yeah, look, check it out." And he just hands it to me, and I'm like holding a five pound Emmy in my hand, I'm like, <laughs> "I could thank all the people that voted for me. <laughs> Please take this away from me before I run away with it." Because <laughs> like, like everybody ran out with an Emmy in their hand. I'm like, "Oh, there's so many of them. It's so pretty." <laughs> like, um. Yeah, I wanted to stand there just with my hand out. High five, everybody! Yeah. High five, everybody! As they go by like a football game. Yeah. <laughs> High five and then smack their ass. Like good hustle, good hustle. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I love sp- going into another news story. Um, did you hear about the the whole Crash Bandicoot thing going on right now? I I did, but I didn't understand it. Okay, what had happened was. Sony recently had been posting things about like how like we miss some of our some of our characters and they show like Crash Bandicoot and part of it is because this year celebrates the 20th anniversary of Crash Bandicoot and um, and the thing is with 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 Crash everyone was like yeah I do miss Crash Bandicoot where the hell is he the last game that was made for him was in 2008 uh, called Mind Over Mutant and um, who owns that series now Activision okay but, but here's the weird thing here's where it gets weirder. Um, the toy fair, the New York toy fair happened not too long ago. And, um, one of the guys, one of the head guys for Dicka studios, like they, they, they make a lot of good action figures. Mm-hmm. They, uh, they said that, oh yeah, Sony's like been talking with us about making figures and stuff like that. Like there's, um, Kratos and stuff and things like that. But then they pointed out that like, when he said like, oh, Crash Bandicoot's on here too. He's coming back too. And I was like, What? What? <laughs> And apparently he was responding to some fan art that he had seen, thinking that that was legitimate. But it gets even weirder from there because, like, at the Sony experience recently, Mm -hmm. um, one of the guys that was on the the podium, like, discussing what Sony has in store for everybody, he was wearing a Crash Bandicoot t-shirt. 
Oh, okay. And it's not the first time he's worn something only to have it come into fruition later. Yeah. And um, Crash Bandicoot has mysteriously disappeared from Activision's page of franchises. Nice. So now it's getting weirder and more interesting, but at the same time, no, everything here is all speculation. Nobody's an, uh, an announced anything yet. And everyone, everyone that has announced something or, or said something that was like, oh, could it be, has rescinded their statement. Hmm. So who knows if it's... Crash Bandicoot could be coming back to PS4, to PlayStation. And also, um, it just makes you think of, uh, what's that other one we had recently? Um, Mother 3. Oh, it's, God. It's, it's, it's going to happen, man. It's happening. I'm, it's, I'm calling it. it. It's getting so very close to that to that Mother 3 kind of situation where they were just like, oh, hey, yeah, Mother 3's coming. Check this stuff out. And then like that Anniversaries woman, and stuff. Yeah, and that woman's Twitter account suddenly disappears. <laughs> man, um, I'm kind of wondering what happened to PlayStation All-Stars 2. I know they were, they were wanting to make that. And I feel like if they were going to make it, they'd want to get Crash back, because that was like the biggest complaint. Yeah, I'd, I'd want Crash Bandicoot, and then at the same time, I'd want um, Spyro. I know Spyro's, yeah. not, Spyro's probably not. Yeah. But he just, pretty much is. Well, well, I, <laughs> I mean, mean, he's not, but he, he feels like he is. Well, I mean, just because of the fact that like um, I don't think Activision would be um, thinking to 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 get take him out soon, to like lose him. Yeah. Just because of the simple fact that like Skylander series is... It's huge. But then at the same time, I'm thinking to myself, well, you can just get rid of Spyro and then like have Skylanders become its own thing. Kind of like how how Rayman suddenly devolved into uh, the Rabbids series. The Rabbids series, yeah. And it's like, like, everyone's like, I want a new Rayman. Well, here's some Rabbids for you. I don't give a shit about it. It's just like the the Minions thing. It's just any any Minion-like character takes over. Yeah, it's it's getting scary. Mm. Um, I think that says something to us about a population when it's like mindless... uh, Gibberish speaking things become more popular than the thing that had My, character. Mindless gibbering and uh, and fart jokes and stuff. <laughs> That's pretty much all it is. Yeah, I'm sad. I know, right? <laughs> kids these days, am I right, everybody? They don't know. They don't know. <laughs> speaking of kids, Gravity Falls ends today. Yeah. The finale oh, is today. God, yeah. Today is the final episode. I am not ready. <laughs> I I actually downloaded a, a special that that I guess I missed because I didn't see it happen. I still got to watch that. It was like it was like all the secrets that, that he couldn't fit into the series. Nice. Oh, yeah. I saw someone like, um, I saw some of it on YouTube, so I had to get the whole thing just to I check it out. Nice. Hmm. <sighs> yeah, it's been a good, it's been a good run for that I show. I feel like they did so much advertising for it now. Like, I feel like they waited till the show was over to advertise the hell out of it. It's always the way. Well, it's one of those things where it's like, how much is left in the advertising budget? We surprisingly have a lot left over in the advertisement. <laughs> we'll throw it all out there then. Sure, why not? It's like um, it's like uh, when you notice like near the end of the year that that's when a lot of uh, street cleaning or street rebuilding happens mm. because it's like we're near the end and we still have quite a bit of our budget. We have left. to spin this. Yeah, exactly. Otherwise, <laughs> otherwise we're always get we get cut. less next year. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, uh, so I think that's pretty much how it went down. Like it's like we're we're uh, almost out of. Uh, we we still have a bunch of advertising. We'll just just throw it out there. <laughs> like, I still have that with commercial where it's like, oh, we know that if we show you any footage of the last episode, you're gonna just dissect yeah, you're just it. Yeah, gonna go frame it. by frame and figure yeah. out all the secrets. <laughs> <laughs> like, I love the fact that Disney knew enough to be like, we know what you do. So here's just a bunch of random stock footage that still surprisingly kind of fits in with what we're doing. <laughs> yeah, like pyramids and stuff, and a guy with a fez. Yeah. Oh, um. <laughs> Did you guys hear about what uh, uh, Destiny players were doing for a Valentine's Day? What? <laughs> well, there was a Valentine's Day event, and it, and the whole point of it was that it was a like a two-on-two uh, matchmaking mode. Uh-huh. But um, there was no random matchmaking, so you had to. So the whole idea was, you know, a couple's going in and you know making their own teams and finding other couples. That was like the the idea of it because Valentine's Day. Yeah. Uh-huh. But. People quickly figured out that like the stuff you get is really good from that event, and it doesn't matter what it doesn't matter whether you win or lose. So everybody commits suicide all the time. <laughs> so it's just a bunch of a bunch of couples and friends just going into a game and then killing themselves over and over on Valentine's Day. <laughs> Hashtag so like, love wins. <laughs> it's like Romeo and Juliet, except it ends in tragedy. <laughs> That's how Romeo and Juliet ended. <laughs> I know that's how that's, how, like, Ro- that's how Romeo and Juliet begins. Like everybody, like that's. I think that play is one of the reasons why I don't care about spoilers. Because like, mm-hmm. spoil- at the very beginning of the play, the narrator tells you that these two people die. 
So it's like I'm like. What he doesn't think is that like everybody else also died. <laughs> like so many people die in that that play. Well, yeah. Well, because I mean, um, when you compare it to Hamlet, it's pretty tame. Oh, that's, <laughs> well, I, I, I literally everybody dies in Hamlet. <laughs> yeah. I never thought of, I never thought a story where everybody dies would be so boring. <laughs> <laughs> so Deadpool, how'd you guys like it? It was I I, I, it. I enjoyed it. It was very interesting. From, from like, I've never seen a movie. Take, take so many pot shots at its parent company before, but like I, I loved it for it. Like, yeah, I kind of expected that. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I was actually surprised at how much, uh, how well balanced it was. Like, I expected it to be basically all action and and you know comedy breaking the fourth wall, mm-hmm. but it mm-hmm. had like, kind of everything, didn't it? Yeah, th- those those love story billboards weren't just there for show. Like, yeah, there was a lot of good. Yeah, it was there was it was more build up there than I expected. Yeah, yeah. um, I, I was expecting more heroes. Like, I was expecting at least one other X-Man. <laughs> no, the producers couldn't afford it. Yeah. Uh, Did you hear that they actually had, I think, $7 million cut out of the script at the last second? What? Yeah, basically, the studio kept kept cutting their budget because they're like, yeah, we don't think it's going to do well. <laughs> they kept cutting it. And, like, I think right near the end of filming, they cut $7 million out. So they had to find a way to to uh, cut that. For, I think he said cut, like, three pages from the script. Mm-hmm. Um, there was originally going to be a big uh, motorcycle chase scene. Mm-hmm. Which, if you remember the movie, the guy gets away on a motorcycle, but yeah. then he like comes back or some reason or something. Yeah. Yeah. No, he was supposed to chase him on a motorcycle, and that was the whole thing. And then um, at the end of the film, there was supposed to be a big uh, like gunfight. That if you watch the movie, there's a whole reason that the gunfight doesn't happen. Yeah. And that yeah they they pretty much I wrote that in because they were like well we can't do that now. <laughs> <laughs> and but it, but it actually kind of worked out for the the pacing of the film and the comedy. Yeah, I loved yeah. all the I loved all the little references. I loved all the little. Um, all the characters that, if you were a comic book fan of De- of Deadpool, you'd be like, "Oh, I know who that is." And like other times, there's like, yeah. where it's like, you know that unless you read Deadpool, you wouldn't get it. Yeah. And and there's so many parts where it's like, oh, that guy, or like, what the hell is that? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is that? But it, but like like Blind Al, Blind Al looked perfect to me. Like. Based on how she's drawn in the comic and how she is in the in the actual oh she was originally going to be three characters that was their thing they kind of just combined like they 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 did her and they kind of had her fill in the roles of the other characters that they were going to have yeah which which is fine like yeah I mean, it, it, like I said it worked out yeah yeah she got a lot of uh, character development for such a little screen time yeah yeah <laughs> um so yeah it, she it, was three characters that combined into one giant robot tiger. <laughs> 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 you know, I was actually surprised with the Negasonic uh, Teenage Warhead. Also, mm-hmm. she was pretty cool. I liked I liked her character. I was looking it up. I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh, there's no way that's an actual mutant. And then I'm like, no, she actually exists. She, I think she was uh, written by Grant Grant Morrison. But the funny thing about that is that she's only one. She's, she's only in one comic, and she dies at the end. <laughs> and her powers aren't that, aren't like in the movie at all. Oh, okay. In the in the original comic, she just was a telepath that was a precog. Oh, okay. Um. I think she was part of like the Hellfire Club or something. Yeah, she was she was trained by by um, Emma Frost. Emma Frost, yeah. Yeah, and then um, it's interesting too because you know the the, the creators of the movie when they were uh, describing the character for auditions, that's what they described her as. They said like uh, she's a telepath who's a precog. That's all. That's all that they revealed about her. Hmm. But then like so like, they were aware of her, but she's like she's a one comic character. It doesn't matter if you change her, you know. Yeah, exactly. Even with a name like that, I mean. It, yeah, the powers that they gave her in the movie make more sense to yeah. the name. I mean, they could have easily put in uh, Cannonball. Yeah, but I don't like him. <laughs> well, I, I, I heard, I heard though he's going to be in X Force. Uh, like he's one of the ones that they've oh, announced yeah, for X Force. Because huh? I mean, it's, it's weird because they they introduce her in this in Deadpool, and then she's not going to be in X Force. Like I've, I've read who's going to be in it, and I'm like, well, so why, why put her in there, and not put her in? There? They said the whole reason that they put her in the movie was because of her name. <laughs> Yeah, I even loved. That's an amazing name. Yeah, we just switch names. <laughs> um, yeah, it made 135 million uh, to open. Yeah, I think it was like a, what was it like a 50 million budget? Yeah, it was. It, it had like little to no budget, and I remember them saying like the reason why it took so long for them to make this Deadpool is because <coughs> we wanted Ryan Reynolds to do it, and it's really hard to make Ryan Reynolds look ugly. Like that was their actual. <laughs> Because <laughs> it's like we needed to come up with the makeup to make him look really hideous, but yeah, still likable. Like and um, yeah, um, it actually uh, actually has the record for for the weekend opening at that at that time mm-hmm. when it came out, and it actually beat uh, Fifty Shades of Grey for the record. Nice, yeah, good. 
Good, good, good. <laughs> you know, you know how they um like uh E. T. and uh and uh um, Titanic and stuff always do those things where they send out like those pictures whenever the uh, somebody breaks the record. Yeah, I want to see that. I want to see somebody send out a picture of that to Deadpool from <laughs> from Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> Just Deadpool hanging like from a. He's doing the 127 hours thing. Oh God! Uh. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> um. For both movies, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, Amazing Race also started. That was a, that's another show. Uh, that's the one with uh, the this season's the one with all the YouTube and the Instagram stars and all yeah, that. it's it's oh, we uh, it's it's, it's uh, YouTube Vine mostly those mm-hmm. two Fine. YouTube and Vine. Okay, because isn't there like a team? It's like two models that do like a lot of Instagram. Stuff? Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> they get paid to uh, to wear people's clothes. Yeah. I like it. It makes me laugh when I when like I hear the words "vine" and "star" in the same sentence. It's peculiar. Yeah, it's like next thing you know, you're gonna hear somebody saying, "Oh, they're a boomerang star." Like, because <laughs> you know what boomerang is, right? No. It's it's like vine, except now it's one second, what? and it it replays itself forwards and backwards over and over again. That's so specific. Which is why it's called boomerang because it comes back and goes. Mm, like coming back to you. Like there's one that I loved where it was uh, it was T.G. Miller doing one for. Uh, for shock top, and he's like, "I'll drink to that," and he like turns. It's like him turning and taking a sip, and that was that was the one loop because it's like, yeah, because like he pulls the drink back, brings it to his lips, pulls the drink back, and like, <laughs> um, it's kind of an interesting season. It feels different somehow. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. I guess because they're all the same sort of. Yeah, like they're not because they're the, the, the things that they do are different, hmm. but they all have that same like. Um, like bubbly. I'm I'm good at being on camera already. Mm-hmm. Thing going for them, you know. Yeah. And they're also nice. It's it's weird. Like everybody's working together, and <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's no jerk team yet. I'm waiting for that one team that everybody hates. You know, and it hasn't happened yet. And like <laughs> and like some of them actually know each other because they're all in L.A. and stuff. Yeah, I always like the um. What was it the uh? Like I remember the wrestling team like a few seasons back, and it was like like watching them just like they're. Like they were kind of dicks, but at the same time, like you knew why because they were like they were always losing, but yeah. then they'd always like be able to to just make it in at the end. <laughs> uh, I kind of like that they got the guys from um, uh, uh, Red versus Blue on there too. Oh, okay, which guys? Um, I don't know. One of the guys, one of the girls. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know them by face. Is it red and blue? <laughs> yes. Oh, <laughs> uh, that that like I'm I'm I. I always find it funny, like about a few years ago, um, like a few, like about ten seasons ago, which is about four years. <laughs> uh, Phil Kogan was was saying how um, they were running out of ideas of where to have certain checkpoints for the Amazing Race. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, oh, here we are now, like season twenty six, and like it still doesn't feel like they they run lost, out. yeah, run out of ideas for where to go, and I'm like. Like, you have anywhere to go in the world, it's not that hard. Just stay away from the places that'll shoot you if you do something stupid. <laughs> what they started doing was they started having those, like, uh, checkpoint flashback things. Oh, yeah, 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 Where they would just do, like, a like a, like a fan favorite one from our previous season. So I guess you could say they're running out a little bit. They're going to come up with, like, stopgap measures like that. Yeah. Um, Remember, this one This one was good. Let's do what it can. Yeah. This one, this one was fun. <laughs> it's, like, it's like Simpsons. Like, I, I just tried the coat hanger again. I don't know why we stopped using an idea after the first try. <laughs> like, uh, cluster Truck came out, which I've, I've mentioned before on this podcast. Uh-huh. Uh, cluster Truck. <laughs> it's, it's, it's one word. Yeah. It's uh, it's actually in pre-alpha right now, so you can just get it for free. And um, I've, I've been playing it. It's pretty great. No. Uh, you get it at uh, www.landfallgamestudio.com slash cluster truck dash sign up is that the one where um you're running on top of trucks yes <laughs> there's there's trucks that are that are that are moving towards a goal and your goal is just to make it to the goal and you can just stay on one truck if you want yeah. but but eventually stuff starts crushing into the trucks the trucks start you know crushing into each other stuff just flipping out and you gotta you gotta move <laughs> yeah like like exactly what the what the title suggests a cluster truck yeah yeah I think the I think the ice rolls is my favorite because it it kind of jumps around because it's a pre alpha. Uh-huh. Like you'll be like, oh cool, level one, level six. You're like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, like it just jumps around. But um, the ice ones are ridiculous because there's there's just uh, glaciers that are crashing into the trucks. The trucks are are flipping out. And then they go over cliffs, and you gotta look down, and there's more trucks that are coming underneath you. So you gotta jump off of this truck and land on the ones that are that are passing 
know, beneath you as, as it's happening. Mm-hmm. And they start going in the opposite direction too. So you like they're going the, the other way now. So you got to do that whole thing. It, it gets crazy. Nice. <laughs> and they do that thing with the signs, mm-hmm. like uh, you know what, like uh, um, um, in the action movie when the guy's on top of the train and there's the signs coming and you got to keep uh, ducking under them. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That that basically happens and you got to either either jump to a different truck or like land on the the front part of the truck because it's it's lower. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're right, Dad. It is windy. <laughs> <laughs> that was a Simpsons reference. Oh. oh. Um, hey, have you guys noticed that they started putting a, a, a competitive gaming a little bit more on, on TV recently? Yeah. Like, not a lot, but more than usual. Well, what was that? I think tonight yeah. they're doing that um, uh, Mortal Kombat 10 Race for the Cup. Yeah, it's like a documentary or something, I guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's going to be uh, tonight at 8. Yeah, and they're, they're going to talk about that, and they're going to talk about, um, you know, what's coming up for for MK10 because they got the new battle pack with with the new characters and everything. Mm-hmm. And like before that, they had a Counter Strike was on too, uh, right? I believe so. Yeah, it was like a, an event. It was super. It was on super late. Yeah, because they're, they're just testing it out. <laughs> I've heard. I've heard even ESPN is starting to get into the whole esports thing, and it's it's cool, but at the same time, I'm like, I never thought in a million years this would be on right? <laughs> ESPN. Like, it's like yeah. one of those things where it's like... Well, they had Magic the Gathering on there. <laughs> yeah. We don't we don't talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> like, like um, it reminds me of uh, back in the day on ESPN Classic, they used to have a show called Cheap Seats, mm-hmm. which is basically Mystery Science Theater 2000, except only for ESPN. Because what they would show is they would show, like, really, really weird uh, sports shows that they would show on, um, on ESPN. Like, they'd have, like, tractor pulls... And like oh, before, nice. before they got like all the big name stuff that they get nowadays, where it's like all the all the basketball information, all of that, and just and the idea that hey, we can just run Sports Center seven hours a day, and no one's gonna care. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it's like that was the whole point of Cheap Seats was like, oh, here we are at tractor pulling, or here we are at uh, at Destruction Derby, or like just all these different things that that ESPN used to show, and they would just make fun of it. Yeah, and like and like now we're coming up with all this new stuff, and I'm like. God, if this aired like 20 years ago, this would be totally what Cheap Seats would be making fun of right? now. <laughs> yeah, I've, I, I've watched some of that stuff and it's like, ugh. Like to me, esports is the kind of thing where it's good, it's fun when you're there. It's fun, like I love watching Evo there, but I think to me, a big chunk of it is the the audience. Mm, yeah, like, yeah, a, like, the hype. <laughs> yeah, like 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 I've, I've, I've watched Evo sitting at Evo and I've watched Evo watching it on YouTube like as they're doing the live stream or whatever mm. and it's like I have a lot, hell of a lot more fun watching it when I'm there and just be like oh because when everyone just goes oh oh my god you like, get caught up in it yeah exactly yeah. and then like but then if you're home alone you're like oh and <laughs> like, <it's> just, that's <laughs> we're just waiting how, that's just how I feel about it but like I, I mean that. but I mean like seeing people playing like Heroes of the Storm like that that looks fun as hell like, like just watching them play that and like you, and then, like, having the same shot of them, like, watching the game and then going back to them. And you can see them, like, going, ah, oh, shit, ah, oh, shit, ah, oh, shit. Like, trying to figure out what to do, where to go, what to do. Go to the game, you go to them, you go to the game. <laughs> like, like, in Korea, watching professional star StarCraft tournaments. Oh, God, there's this, this like, I guess he's a pro player. He was playing uh, StarCraft 2 and um, Hearthstone at the same time. And he was all tabbing, and he was winning both matches. <laughs> How do you alt-tab StarCraft? <laughs> <laughs> I can I, I can kind of understand it if it's the beginning of the match, just because like no no there's a lot going on when I when I saw it so yeah that's what I mean like if it's if it's at the beginning when you're just when you're still farming and you're still like okay like I can I can separate myself from that for a while yeah. but if I'm in if you're in mid like oh crap they're here <laughs> like, and you have to like start really setting everything up setting everybody going to whatever I'm like that that's when it gets to be a little bit like how the hell are you doing that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like we it's almost it, I feel like almost like we're we're entering that world of Ender's game. Um like just the way you watch people play video games like it's like yeah. how are you doing that? What he's he's fuck? transcending the game itself. Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to play a game that nobody's played before. Super Mario Brothers 3. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing we know where all the whistles are already. <laughs> I know exactly. He's never played this game before, but somehow he knows where every single warp whistle is. Somehow he knows the crouch in that one spot, and it and puts it behind of that the movie. Stage. Everyone knew where the stuff was. Now <laughs> it's true. 
the kids were screaming, get the whistles. Like, th- th- he just said no one's played this before. But uh, they look at the game without the matrix to them. <laughs> they can just read the code. Uh, well, maybe they got that, 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 that um, intro issue of Nintendo Power that already has everything. <laughs> yeah. I, I missed that. I missed that magazine. That's why I liked how was it playing um, an angry video game nerd, and he's like, "Oh, there's certain games that I can't even play unless I had the Nintendo Power issue that went with it." Like, I think he was playing uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, the video game. He's like, "Oh, this game sucks unless you have the, the Nintendo Power that tells you where to go. You have no idea what you're doing." Wow. <laughs> oh, did you guys hear that? Uh, uh game trailers uh, is down. Oh yeah, that yeah. that they're finally shutting their doors. Mm-hmm. Like after the thing was thirteen years. Mm-hmm. It's it's weird. If it if it was the same as when Tech TV or G four whatever went down, like it just feels like that to me for some reason. Yeah, like it's like this thing that I enjoyed back in the day that I haven't watched in a while, and then, I, then now I'm sad that it's gone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like I was I was thinking about all the shows that used to be exclusive on to just game trailers. Yeah, like like I used to go there just because of all these shows that I liked. Um, wouldn't have any new episodes on YouTube or another thing. It would mm. always be on there. Yeah. It was like uh, um, AVGN, uh, Hey Ash, What's Your Plan, uh, Mega 64. I think Mega 64 still had some new stuff on there even fairly recently. Yeah, because yeah, then like even when you see the, their old stuff on YouTube, it would say first appeared on game trailers yeah. on this day in 2008. Like, yeah. I think even I think even like JonTron had a few of those too, where it was yeah. like they had But then it's like over time you start noticing that like they're all going straight to YouTube now. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it makes sense. It was kind of like, oh, why am I giving you a cut of the money when I can just? Because <laughs> the thing is, certain certain organizations. That's why it's like game trade. Like you said, like so many other stuff, they can just go to YouTube. And I think that's why like a company like Newgrounds can still exist in this market is because of the fact that Tom Fulp does so much with their animators, and and like. Um, and like even people like Eagle Raptor and and, Ra- and uh, Rubber Ninja have said is that like you can't survive on animation on, yeah, on, on YouTube. YouTube. Yeah. But Newgrounds still has such a such a big thing for animation in it and stuff like that. So yeah, um, it's like uh, specialized. And yeah, it, and it understands how to how to help them make money off of it too. Yeah, and then game trailers. It was kind of like you know after a while, it's like these people can go like, why do I this this, this thing can give me so much um, more money. Because all we're doing is we don't need to go through you when we just have this. Yeah. And even like the, the whole idea of game trailers, you don't go to game trailers to watch game trailers anymore. You go to YouTube or you go to IGN sometimes when they get the exclusives. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So like, I don't I don't need to go to you. Yeah, and and, it, and that's what it is, just failure to adapt and I think that's why like like the the thing goes away. Like that's what happened with borders was that like they, they were so late to the uh to the ebook thing. Oh yeah. Like like Barnes and Noble survived because they came up with the Nook, and it was just at the right time. Didn't so they buy that from somebody? Like, yeah, they, they were yeah. like they were smart enough to see it, and they go, "We need that. We need it right now. Buy it." <laughs> yeah, it's the same thing with Blockbuster Video. Like Blockbuster had an opportunity to buy Netflix, and they were like, "Oh nah." Yeah, they really they really ruined that. <laughs> <laughs> and now we know we're Blockbuster. And then now, like, it's even going backwards because Amazon recently just announced that they were that they're actually going to open up a bunch of brick and mortar stores. They're actually going to open physical huh. stores. So you can buy books and stuff, oh. and I'm like, that that seems cool, but I'm wondering what's gonna happen. Yeah, it seems like a bad yeah. idea. <laughs> but then it it does kind of seem like a good idea, just in the sense that if you buy something straight from Amazon, it's a good place to return, and then you can buy new stuff from mm. from there. Although you got to make sure you're buying it straight from Amazon and not from this third party dealer that that has a little East shop on Amazon, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Yeah, a lot of people were saying with the um, game trailers that they were gonna miss um, the uh, game trailers live that they would do every E3. Because mm. those guys' reactions were were great. <laughs> yeah, they were pretty sincere. That, their that, Final Fantasy VII one, their reaction yeah. to the remake was just have you guys ever so seen amazing. <laughs> and, uh, I guess Miguel has. Have you seen that, Isaiah? No. Oh God, because it, it wasn't just it wasn't just Final Fantasy VII. It was Final Fantasy VII, and it was uh, Shenmue Three. Shenmue oh. Three. Apparently, Shenmue Three not coming out was like an inside joke with with. Dom game trailers for a long time, mm-hmm. and they were just freaking out. Like, like after the Shenmue three, Shenmue three, uh, which one was first? Was it Shenmue three or was it Final Fantasy seven remake? Yeah, seven remake was first. Yeah, yeah, because like once they started to play the mu- like the music and they started to 
figure out that it might be Final Fantasy VII, they're just like, what? Like, one guy actually gets up on his chair, or he's just sitting on his chair now, like, on the very edge, like... Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and once they actually show Cloud, he's just, E3, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> what? It's like a whole giant freaking reaction to it. Everyone's throwing their chairs, everyone's screaming, and then they have, like, a minute where they just catch their breath, and the next person comes out, and they play, play the next video, and it immediately starts with, Shenmue has left its story, and completely like, ah! Because <laughs> he, he even says, there's no way they could top that! <laughs> I remember I remember that, um, that whole thing. I remember that whole E3. I love that E3, because of all that stuff that was announced. And, oh, yeah. And I remember when like everyone was like, oh, Sony won. That's Done. it. Sony wins. And then like X- Xbox is like, oh, really? Backwards compatibility. And I was like, oh, that, that's cool. <laughs> Sony still wins. Sony wins. We're, we're happy, though. <laughs> yeah, 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 good for you guys. Like, them all. that's great. And then like Xbox is like, let's see who wins now. <laughs> it's like, and I was like, some people were saying like Xbox won with that. But then it was like nobody, nobody had near as much of a reaction as, as they did with the seven Shenmue, and Shenmue three. Seven. And, yeah, I remember one of my friends. She was um, she was on a plane uh, when it was announced when, when Final <laughs> Fantasy seven was announced, and she's she's a humongous Final Fantasy fan. Like she loves Final Fantasy, mm-hmm. and um, I, I think that's even an understatement just to go into that much emphasis. Yeah, but uh, she lands and she turns her phone back on because you know you can't have it on mm-hmm. and. Um, and she's like, and everyone's just like, oh my god, did you see it? Like her phone's like exploding with text messages going like, did you see it? Did you hear about it? And like she's still sitting in her, in her chair waiting for the plane to reach the the tarmac so they can they can get out. And she sees the trailer on her phone, and like she starts crying. Aww. And um, and she's like trying to hide it because it's like. She she's surrounded by strangers. She's like, I don't have anybody that I know near me. Yeah, and I'm crying watching a video game trailer. And the last thing I want is for somebody to ask me, "What's wrong, sweetie?" Like, <laughs> and I was like, oh, I felt so like I hugged her right at that moment when she told me that story because I was like, oh, oh my god, because like I remember watching it, and it was I felt like the best way to explain it is I felt like Dr. Grant in Jurassic Park when he sees the Brachiosaurus for the first time <laughs> and he just kind of like moves up from his seat takes off his glasses and just like kind of like looks at what he tries to make heads or tails of what the hell he's actually looking at yeah like that's how I felt when I saw the FF7 reveal well, it's the same thing it's the thing that you never expect to see the thing you always wanted to see which you just think is never gonna happen yeah exactly <laughs> like 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 being teased about it all the time and you're like oh it'll happen you'll see <laughs> yep and then like it never does and then finally you're like here it is I've been waiting my whole life for this. <laughs> so to continue on your Jurassic Park theory or whatever, you're just like, how can the PS4 handle it? And the CEO of uh, Sony is like, well, we've clocked Shenmue 3 at about 60 frames per second. You, did you say you you're Shenmue, Shenmue 3? 3. <laughs> we made a Shenmue 3. <laughs> <laughs> say, say it again. Say it again. We have a Shenmue 3. We have a Shenmue 3. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. oh, beautiful! Did you guys see that? I'm gonna I'm gonna do that for the for the cover photo. She gave me the little raptor baby with the shit face. Face. <laughs> face. Oh, come on, come on, come on, push! <laughs> oh, beautiful! Uh, Did you guys see that? Hideo Kojima, after all that drama and everything and starting his own production company, he has officially launched his official YouTube channel, HideoTube. Nice. And the first video on it is a top 10 list of his favorite movies of 2015. <laughs> yeah, he was with this other guy. Apparently, like him and the other guy both saw like 90 movies this last yeah. year or something. He said he saw Mad Max 10 times in theaters. <laughs> so you can imagine like it's on the list. He said like five of them were like IMAX, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and he's an adorable man. I love I love all the shade they were throwing too, cause it, cause like um, the other guy apparently sees like all like a lot of movies all the time, but um, Kojima saw a lot of movies this year because he goes yeah for some reason I just had like a lot of time on my hands I just kept watching a bunch of movies <laughs> yeah, and he goes like yeah it's weird why well, why was that I don't know <laughs> he's like and usually I'm on planes all the time but this this year I wasn't <laughs> strange right. <laughs> 
I still, I still, I'm still, I still want him to make some of the games that he was going to make, but then like just like change like a few words to it and like you know, yeah, it's not hard to say like, hey, let's get Norman Reedus and Guillermo del Toro to make another game with me, and we'll just call it Quiet Mountains. Like Hideo and Guillermo are holding a keynote or something at some big conference, and I forget the name of it, but people are speculating like they just can't call it Silent Hills. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's a bit. <laughs> uh, oh, that's beautiful. Good luck with your pachinko machine, Kanai. <laughs> Goddamn pachinko, son of a. Um, <laughs> uh, so Netflix just keeps doing stuff that's crazy. <laughs> but the latest thing is they got a show coming out called Beat Bugs. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, what 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 is this? Uh, it looks it looks like it looks like Food Fight, the animation. It looks like really <laughs> crappy yeah. animation. But then you have and I think the reason why it's such crappy animation is cuz they got such big names to freaking get for music. Like um cuz it's supposed to be Beat Bugs, but they never officially say that they are Beatles, but yeah. all the music is Beatles music yes. covered yeah. by other people. Eddie Vedder singing Magical Mystery Tour. Yeah, really we, well known. <laughs> Yeah, you have Pink, you have Sia, you have like all these big name artists sing- covering Beatles songs, and it's like I don't know whether I'm going to like it or hate it because um, I love the Beatles, but there are very few Beatles covers that I genuinely enjoy. Yeah, I think yeah. the only one that I ever really love singing along to is Jim uh, is Joe Cocker's "A Little Help from My Friends." And I think that's mostly because I heard that before I heard the Ringo version. Mm. And that was because as a kid, you know, I'd watch the Wonder Years all the time. You know, just, what would you, you do? do? And, um, <laughs> and, you know, just sing along with that. And then, and then I hear, the Beatles did it first. And then you listen to the Beatles song. I'm like, oh, my God, I love this song. <laughs> mostly because I love Ringo and I think he's, he's like, really underappreciated. He really is. Yeah. I wrote a song. That's great, Ringo. It's I'm going to put it here on the refrigerator. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> um, but yeah, like this, this, this cartoon, it looks bad, but considering who they got musically, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I, I want to watch it just out of sheer curiosity. Just to end. Yeah. The way it looks, it looks kind of like a lesser Bugs Life. And considering how long ago Bugs Life came out, it's like it should look a little better than... <laughs> Yeah. Right? Yeah. It shouldn't look worse than Bugs Life. Or, or at least do do what you did with Turbo. Like, the original movie Turbo was um, was computer animated. Yeah, they did, like, an animated version. Yeah, they did, like, like a Flash. They, they did Flash animation. And that was still yeah. good, so it's like, whatever. Yeah. yeah. You, don't, you don't need to make it CGI just for the sake of CGI. Yeah. And and I think you could have done it just as well. And, like, this one, like I said, it, just, it, it looks like almost, like... Not like you said, like pre Bugs Life style animation, yeah. and then but then not quite food fight animation. Like it's in that that level of like mm-hmm. looks creepy, but not quite. <laughs> Speaking of, have you guys heard of Lakewood Plaza Turbo? Oh yeah, yeah. That, oh, that, that's amazing. <laughs> that that show was supposed to come out like years. ago. It was supposed to come out around the same time as Steven Universe, I think. Yeah. And like, and but then it was just like, here's the pilot. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and it, it got so much attention, and then it never became a, like a show. Yeah, yeah, it was like years without anything. But yeah, now it's gonna get a show. The main voice actors confirmed doing at least six episodes. Oh, okay. uh, thank God. Yeah, well, they had a game too, right? So, yeah, they have a free game and three animated shorts made by like three different animation studios. One of them being Studio Yada, nice. The guys that did the uh, Starbomb music videos. Oh, okay. And it looks fantastic. Nice. I really like it. Yeah. Good. Good. On them. Good. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I, I mean, it's basically it's basically DBZ Street Fighter and it's like a bunch of other stuff. And I, I really need that right now. All the shows I watch get too emotional. <laughs> well, wait till it's about, gonna happen. Wait, wait till about season three of the show. Oh yeah, it's always that way. It's always like the first two, maybe three seasons are just like, hey, look how silly and cool this is, and then it's like your mother died when she was defending the Earth realm from your. <laughs> From that which would later become your father. Like hey, man. Hey, man. It, shows, it seems to share a universe with Steven Universe. Remember, they they got that, uh, 
was it like the Cronut or something? No, no, it was it was like a donut hot dog. Uh, oh, yeah, <laughs> it, yeah. it was it was in it was in Lakewood Plaza before it was in it was in uh, Steven Universe. Nice. Uh, so, now we need is that Uncle Grandpa. <laughs> no, <laughs> nobody needs Uncle Grandpa. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I as much as I don't like Uncle Grandpa the show, I genuinely loved his crossover with Steven yeah, Universe. I did. Too. That was a good episode. That was good. And even though he says it wasn't canon, it was canon because he wouldn't Steven wouldn't have learned how to use his shield if not for that episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then his head cannon blows up the Sadie large the ship. ship. <laughs> uh, our ship. Our ship. And then the fact that he has SWAT cats on the, <laughs> on the list. I think I remember even hearing that they were planning on making a new SWAT cat. <laughs> it's going to happen. I want a new SWAT cats, dagnabbit. I thought I'd do like, it too. SWAT cats is one of those cartoons where, like, watching it on Cartoon Network, it was like. That was one of the hangers on, like when when every when every old cartoon was slowly moving into Boomerang, mm-hmm. and Cartoon Network was just being like, "Hey, we show all these new cartoons now," and boom, and like SWAT Cats was like one of the last ones to just be like, "Wait, we're still on this <laughs> network before being yanked into Boomerang." Yeah, <laughs> that's one of the that's one of the main reasons that I watched Boomerang. <laughs> yeah, I, but it was always the same episode. It was one of those shows where you keep trying to watch it. And it's always like, why does it keep being the same episode? Well, because yeah. it only had like two seasons. Yeah, it was like the same thing with the Pirates of Dark Water. I remember they used to show that all the time on Cartoon Network. But I'm like, it 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 barely had one season. <laughs> and um, yeah, I think there's only like 13 episodes of the Pirates of Dark Water. They only got like four or five of the gems that they needed to save the day. I even remember Cartoon Network made a commercial making fun of it. Oh, yeah? Because they used to have a segment called Dear Cartoon Network, and all these people would write letters to Cartoon Network. This was back when it first, when the network was first around. And uh, somebody wrote, somebody, like, the letter was, um, I always wondered, how does Pirates of Dark Water end? I never get to see it. And like they're like, oh, well, luckily we have the never-before-seen last episode of Pirates of Dark Water that fully ex- answers all of your questions. So without further ado, here it is. And then... It starts playing the Pirates of Dark Water intro, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden you see, and it's just a cat licking milk, and it's just like, <laughs> it keeps drinking and drinking, and like, oh, what what happened to the Pirates of Dark Water? And like, even here, the guy, like, he starts fast-forwarding the tape, he's like, oh, who recorded over there? <laughs> like, <laughs> and that's all it is, is, just the cat drinking milk, like, for, like, yeah. for the rest of the commercial. Like, oh, well, well, you know what? We'll, we'll try to see if we can find another lost tape of the Pirates of Dark Water. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> oh, speaking of lost tapes, um, have you guys seen the latest thing on Funny or Die? No. no. Uh, <laughs> okay, well, um, back in the 80s, um, Donald Trump made a movie called The Art of the Deal. Mm-hmm. And um, Funny or Die recently released a video. It's a one-hour movie. It's actually a full one-hour movie. And um, oh, I think I know what you're talking about. <laughs> it stars Johnny Depp as Donald Trump in his interpretation of his book, The 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 Art of the Deal. Oh my! God. Isn't it like a full hour? Yeah, it's a it's a full movie. Like it's a full hour. Like nobody nobody had even discussed this. Like like nobody knows when or how. Um, don't. Uh, Johnny Depp had time to make this movie, but he he did it. He's the full thing. It's him as Donald Trump, pretend, and like it. It starts. It even starts off with like a little intro by Ron Howard. What? That apparently this was a movie that aired in the 1980s. However, it was preempted by Monday Night Football in a lot of television markets, and that game of Monday Night Football ended in a six-four win, um, where the only goals were safeties. The only scores in the game were safe. <laughs> like what? Like, <laughs> I want to see this game more than I want to see the movie. So it's like, so it's like all of this happens, and and it's a one-hour film, and it starts off with a kid stealing a copy of the book, mm-hmm. and uh, and then Donald Trump get grabbing him, and the kid's like, "Oh, the only reason I stole the book was because the bookstores are completely sold out of it." Like that's, and um, and he's like, "Well, I will tell you how I did all this stuff," and like, and like so he just he just like reads the story to him. Well, he he. Well, because since he wrote, it's like one of those things. Was like rather than him reading the story to him, he's telling him yeah. the story, even though the kid has the book. And I love the fact that um, Ron Howard is even like, I had to wrestle like a ninety-year-old woman for this tape, <laughs> like, and like you see the VHS tracking lines on it as it goes. Because uh, like you said, he got it. He got it from a garage sale, and like his his Trump was pretty good too. When yeah. I seen it, but I didn't watch the whole thing. But. but yeah, it's a it's a good it's a good movie. If you haven't checked it out, it's on Funny or Die. Um, 
But yeah, like normally I'm used to seeing like five, ten minute videos on Funny or Die. But yeah. yeah. It's like a full. Where did, where did that come from? <laughs> <sighs> oh, uh, I was enjoying the uh, the Facebook chess. Oh, that yeah. just got, got revealed recently. Oh, yeah, you have to like. What? You type in at uh, FB chess and then uh, play and it, it'll start a game of chess in the Facebook uh, Messenger. Oh. And you can play people at chess and. Um, you gotta you gotta figure out the chess uh, notation, but other than that, it's it's it's, it's pretty easy. Yeah, oh, that's cool. Yeah, I played uh, I played Isaiah for a while. I played uh, I played Juan, and then I played our friend John. Uh, I beat Juan. Uh, me and Isaiah stopped, and <laughs> John come kick my ass. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I was in trouble when John did uh, did actually. Um, he used um, castling in in the match, oh. which is thing that I've heard of, but I don't even usually think to do. I don't even know it was an option in the Facebook chest, and I was like, "Oh, I'm in trouble." <laughs> <laughs> I always remember uh, one of my favorite shows um, back in the day. My favorite sci-fi television programs was a show called Lex, mm-hmm. and uh, there's an episode where they actually play a full game of chess. And it was freaking, and at one point, the guy actually does do castling because you see him like the king. He moves over and like. And every character in the game is a character from the show, mm-hmm. as like the two, as like two of the main characters are playing it. <laughs> My favorite part was like it was graphically violent whenever somebody won. Oh, it's like battle chess. Yeah, because like, because like you'd see like a pawn, like any the majority of the pieces when they got up to a guy to kill him, you'd see like a giant like uh, halberd spear raise up, and then the axe part would just chop the guy's head open. Oh, jeez. My favorite was the knight, though, because the knight, since the knight can jump over other pieces, his would rise up, and then when he went over the head of somebody else, he had, like, a, a mace, and it just, like, swung downward, and you just see, like, all the blood splatter, like, out the other side. Man, I, I used to love battle chess. I really missed that game. <laughs> like, the, it was just chess, but then each piece uh, was, like a, like, a person, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And they'd have crazy animations when you would, when you would uh, take out somebody. Like the rook was a was it was, like it would look like a regular rook. Yeah. And whenever it would move, it turned into a golem. Yeah. And then it would walk, and then it would turn back. And like all of his were just him like stomping on the other guy, you know? He's a big big ass golem. Yeah. Yeah. But the best ones were always the king, because the king had the had the best animations because it's hardest to kill anybody with the king. Yeah. His were like, he had a taser. Like his <laughs> his 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 scepter was a was an actual taser that he would he would use. Uh-huh. And then he actually had a machine gun in his coat. <laughs> Like like a Tommy gun, he would pull it out of his coat and just. He's like, where where did that come from? Everybody else has got magic and stuff. And he just had a taser and a, and a Tommy gun. I always loved. I remember when I was a kid, like walking by the the Radio Shack in like the early nineties. They always had this one. It was kind of like battle chess, but like I remember the the rook just always ate people. Oh yeah, he just like pick them up and like, like, like what the f- Uh I think the pawns are the ones that would always do it by accident, right? Or something? Like, yeah, like were, they would trip always over themselves. Bumbly. And yeah. <laughs> end up stabbing somebody. Like uh, C-3PO in the, in the Star Wars battle chess. <laughs> his, his head would fall off and he'd end up somehow killing the guy. Oh, oh, oh dear. Man, <laughs> <laughs> um, um, I have to start watching SNL again, I think. Yeah. Every, yeah. every week lately, it's been really good. They had the, uh, the whole uh, Totino's oh, yeah. commercial for for Super Bowl. <laughs> go 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 go! Touchdown! Touchdown! Oh no 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 no! Oh fumble! <laughs> now, Sean Miguel earlier, did you see this past week they had um the Beyonce? Vin- no, well Vanessa Bayer as uh, Rachel from Friends. Really? Her impression is freaking hilarious. <laughs> like she, oh, I gotta does, see that. She does it so well. Um, hi. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, hi. <laughs> just, uh, no, no, I saw that whole thing where, um, the day um, Beyonce turned black. <laughs> you seen that? Yeah. That whole skit about, uh, about her, her new single and her, her like embracing all that stuff. Yeah. And, uh, I love, like, there was another thing they were talking about on a weekend update, the, the, the black, um, anchor mm-hmm. he was like oh he was like oh. people were upset at beyonce ever outraged at beyonce's that no they weren't <laughs> he's like when did when did being outraged go from being like pitchforks and fire to just writing an angry tweet he's like no no you're not gonna be outraged at beyonce and you know why because beyonce is beyonce a few years ago we tried to kick out 
um, Justin Bieber out of this country for being just a straight up douche. And you know what? He writes that song, Sorry, and everyone's like, you know what? I forgive you. <laughs> he said sorry. <laughs> Kanye West tweeted that Bill Cosby was innocent earlier this week. And you know what I thought? Man, his new album is going to be so dope. <laughs> and it was. It's like, so long as you are the dopest at whatever you're doing, no one is going to be outraged at you for long. Um, he's like, my grandmother's probably one of the most prejudiced people I've ever met. And you know what? Um, we don't, we just sit and we just take it in stride. And you know why? Because she is the Beyonce of sweet potato pies. (laughs) (laughs) And it's just like, and it's like, yeah, like, like, like everyone's upset at Beyonce that, that she did. And it's like, you know what? People get over it. I am upset at this. And then you get upset at me for being upset at it. It's like, you know what? Screw you. I'm still going to do what I'm going to do, and you know what? I'm still going to have a, millions of loving fans that are going to back me up. I just, I, and like, that's yeah, how she's, I, she's Beyonce. I'm pretty sure she can kill somebody, and she, <laughs> nobody would care. Every, every, oh, it's like, there's another comedian, I forget who it is, where he talks about douchebag points. Like, Beyonce should have a ton of douchebag points, and what they are is that no matter how nice you are, um, if you do something to someone, people will always assume it's the other guy's fault. He's like, like if Tom Hanks punched you in the face, oh, what did the, what did you do to make him punch you in the face? Exactly. <laughs> it can't be that Tom Hanks was a dick and punched you in the face. You had to have done something to be an asshole to have t- to have Tom Hanks punch you. And I feel it's the same way with like Beyonce. Like Beyonce can have somebody killed, and it's not going to be that. What? Why did Beyonce kill that man? It's going to be what did that man do? To have Beyonce hit you. <laughs> to put a hit on you. Put a hit on you. There yeah. you go. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, uh, and, and yeah, like, I, I, that's how I feel about this. Like, eh. <laughs> like, yeah. Beyonce, like, and, and yeah, I, I agree that, like, people don't even realize, like, when, when a, someone's black until they, like, like, even the color of their skin. I remember somebody posted, um, uh, somebody posted, um, was it oh yeah did you notice that all of Be- that beyonce didn't have a single white person in her latest video oh i didn't notice i don't see color <laughs> <laughs> so comics <laughs> i'm going to comics yeah let's, let's, let's go um actually the, uh, the newest uh deadpool comic references um the baby hand thing which if you watch <laughs> watch the movie like he even says like he's basically gluing his hand back on because he loses his hand yeah he was like, I could just grow up back, then I got like a baby hand for a couple of hours. That's only entertaining for a little while. <laughs> um, he actually goes after a guy who spoiled uh, a Harry Potter book for him. Oh, yeah. He's got like a hit list of like people that have, that have wronged him in a book. Yeah, and that's one of them. Was it was just he's just waiting outside with like a bunch of people dressed like Harry Potter nerds, and he's just like, um, I can't I s- wait till the new book. I went, I, I avoided like all the internet. <laughs> And just the guy just drives by. Snape kills Dumbledore. <laughs> no. <laughs> I love it too because he's wearing the actual like wizarding robe and everything. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> he was so excited for it. And it's funny too because like in my mind, like he has his mask like half off because like you know just so he can talk to people. Mm-hmm. And the thing I love is the fact that none of the people that are around him. Are disgusted by his face by by the amount of face that he's showing. Like no, everyone no, else, no. Is, they're too they're too busy, they're too excited. Yeah, everyone else is like, yeah, I know, right? Like, <laughs> Harry Potter. Uh, I like how, how one of the pages in the in his book it just says Creed was there. <laughs> he's just like Creed was where? <laughs> he just oh, I'm gonna move on. Uh, <laughs> and apparently, Doc Samson is dead. Which I, I didn't even realize. And it's one of those characters that you don't even realize. Yeah, they just die off and you just don't even notice. And then uh, and then a few months later, he'll be back because nobody realized that they killed him off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, actually, um, I looked it up. It said, when Red Hulk and Doctor Strange traveled to the monster metropolis and enlisted the help of the Legion of Monsters, they discovered that the spirit that has been haunting Red Hulk is the insane evil side of Doc Samson, referred to as Dark Samson. <laughs> Like, did this all happen? <laughs> this was after he died, by the way. Yeah. And it says, using a ghost entrapment device. <laughs> like, like the Ghostbusters? <laughs> Red Hulk and the Legion of Monsters were able to destroy the Dark Samson spirit by ripping the Dark Samson spirit in half. How is that an entrapment device? <laughs> I have so many questions about that. <laughs> How is this not a joke comic? Like, this sounds right, like something that actually happened. Yeah. Uh, um... 
one of the new Avengers, uh, or I guess the new Avengers comic, uh-huh. uh, showed another possible future Avengers team. I like when they bring in these these people from the future that it's like, I'm you, but all cool, and I have like a robot arm now. Like I just, <laughs> I like seeing all these new teams. Uh-huh. It's got it's got a bunch of new people. I like how the Vision is still on the team. He's the only one that's just like, eh, I'm still, I'm still me. <laughs> I don't age or anything. So, um, it's like it's like the Martian almost. Like every single time, there's always the Martian Manhunter, and it's just a matter of like, is he wearing briefs or does he have a full body suit? <laughs> like, yeah, that's, that's pretty much all it is. Just outfit change. Um, a lot of them seem to be like combination heroes on this team, which I kind of like. Like um, Collapsar, who's who's a a size changing guy, but he's also a Nova a core member. Nice. There's just a tiny little Nova person. <laughs> and um, then there's uh, um, Daniel Cage, which is the daughter of uh, Luke Cage and uh, Jessica Jones. Nice. She She's actually Captain America in this team. Cool. She got the whole suit. And like, um, she says that the original S.H.I.E.L.D. was lost I, I, during this whole event that they, they keep bringing up a bunch of crazy stuff. It's like, what, is that going to happen? Like, like, yeah, we lost the S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, we lost the S.H.I.E.L.D. on Zero Day, the day Old Cap died. And she mentions, like, Eternity War. I'm like, what are all these things? Which is funny because <laughs> currently Steve Rogers doesn't even have that shield. And, like, he has that weird, he has that like weird, the fake like, shield? Yeah, yeah. like that, that, the energy shield? No, 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 no. It's, a, it's an actual shield. Oh, okay. Like, it's like a, but it, it's not, it's not circular it's in not its design. It's not shield. Yeah. yeah. And, and, like, it's weird. It looks like the old shield, but it still has the circle logo in it. I'm like, oh. Well, why don't you just paint the whole thing? <laughs> I don't know, but, but I like her 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 whole explanation of why she's uh, she's Captain America. Uh-huh. She goes because because we realized that it was that um that it wasn't just the shield, but she said I am the shield because she's she's got Luke Cage powers. Yeah, she's got the bulletproof skin. So she's like I am the shield of Captain America. <laughs> um, they also got um Iron Mariner, who is some sort of it's like Iron Man, but he's got like a. <laughs> He's got like a fish person a body like he's he's basically a mermaid a mermaid Iron Man nice in a suit nice. it's it's interesting and then we got um there's a girl called uh, Marvel Woman who who looks kind of like a like a Ms Marvel mm-hmm. but apparently she's the daughter of Songbird and I don't know what her powers are it's kind of interesting she's got a whole thing going on I don't I don't know how that happened <laughs> they, don't, they don't go into details on on that one um. What else happened? Oh, this this line. I don't even remember what comic this is from. I just wrote down the line because I like the line. If we wanted it, your death would have come long ago. As quick and quiet as a hummingbird fart. (laughs) 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 Oh, it was, um, I think it was uh, Gwen's comic. Uh, uh, Spider Gwen. Okay. Yeah, I love that. Um, there's, there's something called the Nowhere Core now. Which are like Guardians of the Galaxy, but for Norway... But the place nowhere, which yeah. is a, their their previous base, which I, I guess they don't really go in anymore. But it sounds cool. I kind of want to see a comic of just them. There are a bunch of people that are from the comics. Like I recognize them, but I don't. But they're not that well known. Right. I feel like you know. I want to see more about them. That, that'd be interesting. It's like if it's like if there was a manga about the guy that fixes doors in One Piece. You see him all the time, but <laughs> I love that guy. Yeah. If you guys don't know, that's a that's a character that he came up with to explain why sometimes. After a door gets busted in, it's fixed next panel. <laughs> he said, it's because this guy was there. He has an obsession with having to fix anything that's broken. And then later on, it's like you just start seeing him everywhere. Yeah, you just, like he just you, puts him in the background sometimes. When you see him, it's like, oh, someone's going to get destroyed. <laughs> uh, Batman's back. Bruce Wayne Batman? Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. Um, it... it I'm just gonna spoil a little bit here. There was a machine that was that was hinted at. I, the whole point of it was to basically make more more Batman if uh, if he ever dies. They use it to get him back. You know, I'm not gonna go too into detail on it. But um, but I like the comment that I read. Uh, I was like, you know, I like looking at whenever something big happens. I like to read people's comments on you know, on Reddit or whatever about that. Hmm. So the guy goes. The machine also shaved Bruce's beard. <laughs> when you look at the comic, it's like, yeah, well, what happened to his beard? He had it earlier in the comic, and he went into the machine, and then he, he has less and less beard as this machine <laughs> activates, and at the end, he's got no beard. It's like one of those laser trimmer thingies, just yeah. like going like layer by layer. It's very important that Batman have no beard. <laughs> it's like, like built into the machine. Well, yeah, because I mean, part of the part of the the the, the Batman like. Like when you see him, one of the things that you always see is that strong chiseled jaw. So if we have a beard there, it's not going to make any sense. And everyone's going to be like, 
hey, you know what? Bruce Wayne had a beard lately. Maybe Batman's Bruce Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> isn't that isn't that just Green Arrow? He always does that. You think they would notice? <laughs> yeah, I know. And all you wear is a Domino mask, and and like everyone's like, oh, who is this guy? That looks like Robin Hood. Hey, Oliver Queen, nice Robin Hood esque goatee you have there. Now, who could this Green Arrow be? <laughs> Uh, um, also, it's kind of interesting. Um, Batman needed somebody to actually activate the machine and, like, you know, like work it while he's in there. Uh-huh. And Alfred just refused to do it. He's like, I, you know, all the all, all time that I helped you be Batman, I was just waiting for you to, to for the the Bruce Wayne to come back, and now he's back, and you're asking me to kill because literally he had to he had to essentially kill Bruce Wayne in order to bring Batman back. Mm-hmm. He's like, I I won't do that, you know. Um, the one who ends up doing it is the one that, that he's he's currently dating that Bruce Wayne was currently dating yeah and she's the daughter of Joe Chill oh god oh. so essentially she's like I guess it was always it was always up to me to do this again like so she so she killed Bruce Wayne in order to bring Batman back oh like Joe Chill always has to always has to be there <laughs> so that, that, that's cool yeah oh and apparently completely different comic Apparently the moment the Mona Lisa in the Louvre is fake, and the real one has been hanging in Vandal Savage's den for decades, <laughs> according to Catwoman. And this is a picture of him just looking all pleased with it, with it behind his his chair. Uh, Vandal Savage is a dick. <laughs> yeah, he really is. <laughs> you would do that. I always know that we record here at Undercity Comics here off of Greenleaf in Philadelphia at um, in Uptown Whittier. Uh, you can always t- tweet us at uh, Procrast Podcast and you can always email us at podcastprocrastination at gmail.com um, but this week this is Isaiah this is Dan this is Miguel telling you um, take care of each other yeah see your catchphrase Miguel stop being a communist Dan <laughs> <laughs>